This is Advantage Point with Pastor Henry Podcast. This is Vantage Point with Pastor Henry. Welcome to another episode of Vantage Point with Pastor Henry. It is educative, informative, entertaining, enlightening, edifying, and spiritually uplifting. Sit tight and put on your seatbelt and get ready to be blown away. Today's special guest is Stephanie Clausen. She is a human trafficking advocate and victim empowerment speaker and national voice. In previous episodes, Stephanie and Henry discussed the etiquettes of good people, such as saying thank you, responding on time, introducing people in positive over negative mindset. Grab your cup of coffee, your drinks, your snacks, your Bible, notebook and your pen. Sit back and get ready to be blessed. This is Vantage Point with Pastor Henry. Hello, good evening, everybody. Good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're watching from. This is another episode of Vantage Point with Henry. And I am super excited. I have a dear friend of mine. I always have fun when this lady comes. She's just super smart, super high mental thinking. She's She's got all those things going. And then she is as real as they come. She's uh, Stephanie Clausen. You all know her. She comes with a lot of wisdom, some very practical things about how to walk with God and some very simple things that a lot of us Christians were looking. You know, I was shocked the other day. She said to me, she said, how come people don't do things on uh, uh, things like the, the fruit of the spirit? And I was like, my goodness. You know, some people don't talk about the fruit of the spirit. That's the character. You know, they say, they say your, your gift will take you far, but your character will take you in. A lot of us are so hung up on the, the giftings that we overlook the character. Actually, the Bible, even God, the only advice God gave a man, and I'm, I'm already preaching, the only advice God gave a man when he told him, go and look for a wife, is he say, he said that, he said to him, beauty is vain, charm is deceitful. But a woman that fears the Lord, and he was talking about the manner of the woman, the character of the woman, the mannerisms, the the, the etiquette that the woman carries on or, or imbibes. Let me put, put it that way. <clears throat> That's the only advice God gave me. And he said, go look, <laughs> you know, and uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. We overlook simple character. And today we're going to be talking about something amazing. We're going to be going into one more point. But before I do that, <clears throat> I know you're not all here to see my, my pretty face. You're here to see Stephanie and we're hoping to see some brand new hairstyle or maybe earrings that dangle all the way to the ground like Catherine Kuhlman or whatever God leads her to. <laughs> whatever God leads her to where she's always coming up with something intriguing, very artistic, very godly, very everything. Whew. So without much ado, not me, it's Stephanie. I'm going to bring up Stephanie and say hi. How are you, Stephanie? How are you doing? <laughs> I 
am doing so good. Man, what an intro. I, I feel a little overwhelmed by it. So I did change my earrings up today for you. My hair is a little mild, but um, just blessed, of course. And I'm going to tell you, since we set this time last week, I have been excited for today. Amen. And I think this one... I mean, I've enjoyed talking over the positive or the negative and, and how to um, appreciate people, how to respond quickly. And all of those are just wonderful, wonderful um, etiquettes that we need to know um, in our mm. personal life, our professional life, our walk with the Lord. But this one, this last one, I think is so impactful because there's so many examples throughout the Bible where it has altered the walk and the life and practically the DNA of Come everybody on. who has been impacted by this one, one short phrase. Can I say it? One short phrase. No, 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 not yet. Oh, Please. <laughs> not oh yet. Gosh. Because to tell you the truth, there's so much, like we had such a great conversation about appreciate often. I think we could have probably talked for five hours about it because it is so wonderful. But this one, I'm telling you, this one just sets the tone for all the other things that we've we've talked yep. about. And yep. I've had great experiences with it. I have wonderful experiences and I've had very unfortunate experiences with it on the other side. And so mm -hmm. to talk about it and to bring it to other people's attention, I think they're going to be shocked when we just say it because they're going to be like, that's it. That's all this, it. all this to do. I think I, I have a couple of really good um, stories out of the Bible and just some personal stories, but I think I'm more interested in hearing what you have to say about it too. So I've been excited to hear you. So this is one. I'm, I'm you know, I find that, um, somehow you always, you're like my blind side mirror. I'm so sorry to say that. I'm going to have to be paying, I'm going to have to be paying royalty to your husband. <laughs> but, no problem. I got your blind side. I got your blind side. Yeah, this is so good. Most times, most times I, I, I'm eager to hear what you got to say, because I find that you're always saying things that, that, hmm, yeah, I should have taken note of that. And, you know, and, 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 that's the amazing thing about, you know, that's why I appreciate God and the mentality and mindset he gave you. It's just beautiful, you know. So, but but what I want to do first is to say, um, why don't you take a quick five minutes or three minutes and just run through the previous four that we have done. And I yeah. have them all lined up here without the first one. You can see it on your oh. screen. So don't mind it. Don't worry. It's blocking me. I'm going to take myself off, off in a second. Where, where yeah. am I? Okay. I'm, I'm this way. Okay. So I'm going to take myself off in a second and then I'll leave the screen to you to, to tell us about the, um, the first five, the first four, I beg your pardon, just quick uh, run through all of them. And if you can remember some of the things we said, that'll be great. Yeah. How about absolutely. that? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Um, again, like I said, so we hit appreciate often first, and I think we we were thinking we were going to get through all five in one session, but I'm telling you this, this conversation that we had, and if you're able to go back and listen to our first session when we touched on appreciate often, it, I made so many notes about it. Um, um, like uh, Henry had said, be, you become more mature when you appreciate things of lesser value. Because I think it's so often that we want to appreciate things that are big and exciting and that everybody else is on the bandwagon for. But what we don't realize is that the smaller things in life 
are are just as appreciable, if that's a right word, um, than the larger things. And I think we overlook things. We could overlook people. And so it's really important because it says, like I have in First Thessalonians 1, where um, it talked about um, praying, right? So praying and appreciating people through prayer. And so this is so important because we set the tone of how we we respond and we we react to other people through appreciation. Another one that he has up is respond quickly. And I think this is just a way to really um, respect another person. If they text you, email you, call you, um, Facebook message, there's so many ways that we can communicate to one another. But responding quickly, I think just shows the value that you put on other people, that you value this person who's reached out to you so well that you want to be able to respond. But oftentimes I think people don't respond quickly because they don't have 100% of the the answer of the question. So if somebody is saying, hey, are you able to come on Friday? I would love for you to do this. And you're not quite sure what your Friday looks like. Even responding saying, hey, got your message. Let me look at my calendar and I'll get back to you. That's allowing the other person to say, man, okay, this is really great, right? So it's it's showing um, admiration or respect to the person who's reaching out to you. The other one that we talked about was positive over negative. And I think this one is so important as well because being negative can become a habit. I mean, look around us. We look around and we see all the negative going on. We see inflation, we see sickness, we see death, we see war. And it's so easy to allow that to become a root issue in our life to where now all of our actions, our voice, um, things that we're saying, what we're doing um, comes across as being negative. And so it's so wonderful to be able to put a positive spin and start changing that negative for the positive and it'll start becoming a habit just as being negative is as well. Now it does take time to change that language, but I'm telling you, once you start seeing positive, speaking positive, thinking more positively, where we can find a lot of that is in our word of God, right? And so really diving into the word, really keeping yourself educated on what the word of God says, and it will put that positivity in your language. Another one is making introductions. So I thought I had a good one and Henry totally outdid mine. Mine was the introduction of John the baptizer when Jesus came down and got baptized and then uh, John introduced him right to everybody. And I thought that was so powerful because I, I thought man, what an impactful introduction. And then Henry came back and said the fact that the Holy Spirit and who Jesus was when he came here was simply to introduce or reintroduce us to the Father. Man, that was way better than John the baptizer. And so introductions, even in our life, again, show um, respect uh, to the people that we're in, a crowd that we're in. And so it's just, it's self-awareness and being mindful of um, who you're around, what you're doing. And, and, also, it's being vulnerable um, of just saying, because I've also forgotten people's names. And so I'll be like, I am so sorry. Please remind me of your name. And then they'll say their name and, I'll, and then I'll introduce them to my husband. And, and it's it's just showing that person respect. And so I know that um, Henry has this etiquettes of good people. But I know at one point he even said etiquettes of godly people. Because self-awareness and being aware of people who are around you, um, the character of who you are, right? Those fruits of the spirit. How are we able to spread the fruit out among other people if we're not appreciating 
if we're not introducing, if we're not responding quickly, if we're not being positive. And I think it really does come down to in, in these last days, in these times that we're going to start seeing, it's going to be so important that we're self-aware and so important that we understand that the character of who we are will carry us um, throughout what's going on in our country. So I know there's, um, if Henry wants to come back on, because I want to talk about this one before time gets away from us, our very last one. But there's a lot of people hopping onto Facebook. And so, Sheena, thank you so much for your compliment about my hair. I actually have it a little mild today. It's usually a little higher, but um, I appreciate you guys always coming on and always supporting Henry. Um, I also find him to be a strong, impactful man of God. And so for you to continuously come on and support him and support his ministry, I know that means a world to him. He's expressed how much all of you, um, he cares about all of you. So um, I'm excited for tonight. I hope everybody has like their seatbelt on and their <laughs> Bible out, right? And that cup of coffee. <laughs> but you know, I feel like when we say it, people are going to be like, that's it? That's it. <laughs> That's oh, it. So exciting. Two, okay. two things. Two things quickly. I, I want to do some in-house uh, tidying up before we proceed. Two yeah. things. The first one, I need your permission, which is I felt that the Lord dropped in my spirit that we should look for a title and then get these the, the three videos, pass it over to um, I have a ghostwriter. And let's make it a book by Henry and Ste Henry Wanderer and Stephanie Clausen. So I'm asking your permission. I know you got to ask your husband. So go to ask him about that. Let's see. You know, I already have. I, a, a, <laughs> <laughs> I already have a cover design concept. I have a few things in mind. We're going to have to add some more things to it. But um, um, there are so many nuggets that you know that we dropped that I, I think that the world needs to see, and we kind of need to memorialize this. And the book would be a very, very good idea, and it's easy to do. As for publishing and everything else, I just started a publishing company, so um, oh. we don't have to do anything, and nobody You're has to do anything. Me every day, such a surprise! Yeah. I love yeah, it. I, I just started. Uh, we're building the website. Where uh, I've hired about five, six people now in Nigeria and in Philippines. These are members of my church. Um, and uh, so because the, the salary is not going to be, it's not going to kill me because of the exchange rate. So, um, but I literally do everything. I'll do everything to market this book. Um, that will make it number four for this year because I want to get out as many books as I can. That's something I've said in mind. So that's the first thing I want to ask your permission. Go ask your husband. The second one, I don't need your permission and I'm just going to do it. So forgive me. Okay. Oh, really? That's what I wanted. I wanted not to cry. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Well, I'll be transparent because I think. A, Can an, I pass right. you <laughs> <laughs> Like I have my own. I have my own. But thank you. Long distance <laughs> tissues. Um, I, I, 
I would, I never would want to say I pride myself on this or I pride myself on that because I don't like using that phrase. I don't like that term, but I really, um, seven years ago, and you heard our, my testimony the first time you never, you and I ever talked of just our family just imploded and the Lord just put in my spirit that transparency is key, right? Transparency is just where we need to walk with the Lord. If we, if we have brokenness or, or hurt, or if we're in bondage is just being transparent and bringing it right to the feet of Jesus. And so, um, I just have taken that and I've ran with it because I'm thinking this is me. This is who um, Jesus has uh, made me to be. I'm loud. I Everywhere I go, you can hear my husband used to say, I'm kind of like a bad muffler where you can hear me before you see me. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so everything I do, I laugh, I sneeze, I talk, everything. I'm just loud. And um, so I'm 45. I'll be transparent. And so I kind of thought, oh my gosh, that's, that's like middle age. And I'm starting to feel kind of weird about that because I'm thinking, have I really done everything that I've set out to do? What does the Lord have for me? And the thing about it is, is for 45, I'm just getting going. Like yeah, this is my mindset where the devil is so good about making us feel like we've wasted time and we can sit for hours and feel terrible. Like, oh my gosh, I've wasted my twenties or I've wasted my thirties. And oh my gosh. But the thing that I'm looking at it, I'm just beginning. Like th this is my starting point. I I feel like the Lord is just growing me in ways that I never saw or never would have anticipated. And so to me, like yesterday, so yesterday was my birthday officially. So thank you everybody for your happy birthdays. Um, and it's just like, no, like right now is my starting point. Like I heard the gun go off and I've just started my race. And so um, I'm excited what the Lord has for me in the second half of my life. And I feel like it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be amazing. And so it's, so yesterday was more of a celebration because I feel like. Don't, don't say all these good things. Her head will go too big. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it can get any bigger. I'll pat it down. But um, everybody, you guys are just so sweet. Thank you again for your birthday wishes. And um, again, and I hope you also feel as you, you celebrate your next birthday that man the lord has something amazing for you that you're not too old you're you're it doesn't matter if you're divorced it doesn't matter if you're single married it doesn't matter if you're a widow or a widower the lord has something divinely purposed for you in these next seasons of our life and so don't be discouraged and just lean into jesus and so that's just all i have to say about that Amen. That's my birthday wish for everybody. <laughs> Amen. That's so sweet of you. That's so sweet of you. So tell me about this first point about uh, etiquettes of good, godly people. What is this thing you've been hiding for like two weeks or three weeks? Can I, can I say it? It's so... I don't know. Do you, do you have a cat or a dog? Just let it out of the bag. <laughs> I have both, but I'll let it out of the oh, bag. Wow, this that's... One, it's, so, it's so basic that you're going to go, oh, this is easy, but it's not as easy as it sounds. So the last okay. point is say hello. Come on. Is anybody, like, is anybody feeling it? Because I am <laughs> feeling it because it is something that is so overlooked it is something that has been um, just thrown off. P 
people don't think that they need to say hello. People don't think they need to um, acknowledge somebody in their space because you're busy. I'm busy. You do your thing. I do my thing. And this is just the way life is, right? Going back to the fast food culture that we live in where everything is so fast paced. Um, everything is done on an app. Everything is done quickly. Everything People forget such a basic, basic etiquette to acknowledge and say hello when somebody walks into your space. And I'll tell you, so uh, I love saying hello to people. And it's because I feel like when, even when you're in the grocery store and you're passing somebody down the aisle, you're in that person's space. And, and most people are like, well, that person's doing their thing or I don't know. I always am like, hi, how are you doing? And I just pass by and they're like, fine. And I'm like, good. Or how are you? Or because I feel like there is so much depression and oppression going on in our culture right now, that even such a basic thing as acknowledging someone's existence in your space is so (laughs) fundamental to helping people grow, helping people heal, helping people know that someone, someone saw them. What if someone is at the store and maybe they've just gone through just something terrible in their life, maybe a loss of a job or a friend or a loved one or something is going on and you just, just as quickly say, hi, how are you doing while you're grabbing something off the shelf or anything? All of a sudden, and I'm telling you because this has shook me as well, because I have had those moments in my life where something has happened that has been negative and I'm out. I'm kind of in my own mind. I'm not really kind of paying attention to what's going on with me because I'm I'm already not doing well emotionally or physically. And all of a sudden I hear someone go, hi, how are you doing? And then I just kind of, and it almost shakes me out of that negative mindset that I'm in. And then all of a sudden I, re- like, I realize this person is standing next to me and they're smiling at me and they said hello to me. And it like shakes me kind of out of my funk to where I have to go, oh, oh, hi. Yeah, I, I'm okay. I'm just out grabbing a couple things. How are you? And they're like, oh, I'm doing good. I just saw you and I thought I'd say hello. That, I'm telling you something, that does something so much deeper than just the word is even, I think, meant to, to be. Because I think we say, oh, oh, I say hello to people, right? But that's, it's being meaningful and looking, right? Henry, you hit this on the head a couple sessions back, making eye contact, looking at the person, being purposeful, not just going, oh, hi, hello, hello, hi, just like throwing it around like candy, but being purposeful, just stopping and looking at the person and saying, hi, how are, how are you today? And being so purposeful about it. And I have a couple um, scriptures that I wanted to throw out. The one, the basic, easy one that I found was in 1 Peter 5.14. Very, very basic. It says, greet one another in love. So now I actually think his says, greet one another with a kiss of love. But the thing is, is that you have to understand, obviously, culturally back then compared to what's now. So I'm not saying like go out like in public and start like kissing people and saying, hello, please don't do that. Cause you might go to jail, but that's not, <laughs> I digress. Hold on. 
What I'm saying is through this scripture, what it's saying is be purposeful and to greet one another in love. And so you can't greet somebody in love if you're not making eye contact with them, if you're not paying attention who is in your space. You have to be purposeful about this. This just isn't a fly-by-night. You're just throwing out hellos. This is you stopping and saying, hi, Henry, how are you doing today? And all of a sudden, it could be like, oh, oh, okay, oh, yeah. And it can re-register you. I love that. I have a couple of other um, examples, but I want to hear from Henry, because I know I think your whole book is almost based off of saying hello. So I want to hear some of your nuggets. Well, um, I've heard a lot of the things you had to say, and actually you, your your points are crossing over to mine. I'm like, oh God, you gave her this point. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, but, uh, <clears throat> but can I just say this? Um, um, this is such an overlooked yeah. um, thing. In 2018, um, um, something happened to me in September of 2018, September 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th, five days in September. Um, <clears throat> I had strange encounters with God and um, I saw huge revelations about heaven. I've always I've shared some of it here. In one instance, I was in heaven and, and God said something to me. So please, before I say this, I want to caveat it. I want to say this. I want to lay this down. And that is this. <clears throat> I will never use my heavenly encounters. Uh, let me just say encounters with God. I will never use that to make a doctrine. I can only use it to share something that I feel God was trying to teach me. A lot of people turn around and take something and encounter and make it doctrine without finding the scriptural basis for it. So hear me when I say this. So um, I, I've shared it before that the first thing that happened to me when I got to heaven, I, I described what I saw. My mansion was huge. My bed, I, I could not see the beginning and the end of my bed. That's how big it was. It was white, fluffy uh, duvet. I mean, you fall into it and you disappear. Like it just covers you. I mean, that's how beautiful it was. But then I had my towels were uh, put out on the bed for me and I was supposed to have a shower and all of that. I want to go straight to the point that I want to make. And so I um, um, I, I, I showered up, cleaned up, got out, and Jesus was waiting for me outside my door. And he said he was going to take me somewhere to go see something. And he took me somewhere. <clears throat> Any of you remember this story? And then when he opened, when he pointed, said, go inside, I went inside. And um, your transparency, Stephanie, is going to challenge me now because I, I was looking for a way to say it without being very transparent, but um, I'm going to say it very transparently. Yeah. And the person I saw in that mansion, which was similar to mine, except that it had a girly touch, was my ex. And and I turned to Jesus and I said to him, I'm, I've shared this, I think, twice on a podcast like this. So I turned to Jesus and I looked at him and he could tell what was in my mind. And he said to me, he said, oh, you didn't think she would make heaven? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well. You know, and, 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 and then I was like, okay, Jesus. I said, yeah, you can't bring that stuff here to heaven. And, and, wow. and um, that, that was the shocker that changed a lot of things for me. Um, but one of the things I learned was, <clears throat> one of the things I learned uh, from that, and there were about six or seven things I learned. One of the things I learned was um, the power of hello, the yeah. power of hello. As of today, let me say this, 
um, more than 30 something people owe me hellos on Facebook. You know, I, I, no, I'm, I'm not joking. I, I, I mean it. I mean, and some of Someone them. Someone is in debt to a hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it's as, as you know, and, and so I, I, I make it a point of duty to go out and say hello. Actually, um, this is the first time somebody out of the blue is saying hello to me today. Out of the blue, somebody I never ever expected to say hello to me. Someone said hello to me today, uh, and and I wanted to start with quantifying hello before I define hello. There are three hellos, and we've allowed two to mess up the three. Mm. We've allowed two. there are three hellos, and the three are absolutely on the same level of equal strength, of equal value, and of equal blessing. The first hello is the hello from or to a stranger. Mm. The second hello is a hello from or to a friend. The third hello is a hello from or to someone we admire. Mm, I like that. We have allowed the hello to someone we admire to shield or to kind of obscure the other two hellos. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. It's easy to think, <clears throat> it's easy to think that when you say hello to somebody, you're telling the person something else. It's very easy to think that. And can I tell you something? That was the mistake I made. I was not keeping grudges, bearing grudges with my ex. I tried my best to be a very, very humble, very broken, very simple person to that to her. But I wasn't saying hello. Mm. And the only reason why I wasn't saying hello was each time I said a hello, I would get something like, okay, so what's on your mind now? Oh. You know, and and my pride as a man knowing that i did nothing knowing that um i felt i deserved better and all of that my pride as a man <clears throat> i told myself i'm not going to say hello anymore if my hello is more than just a hello yeah wow so let me tell us something this was something god taught, and it's in my book this was something god taught me this was one of the places god said to me you get good at what you practice mm -hmm. that's number one then number two, he said to me, he said, he said, don't become bad because the world responds bad. Mm. Yes, <laughs> I love that one. Hold on, I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> don't become bad because the world responds bad. Deep in my heart, the only reason I was saying hello was this, and God knows my heart. I was trying to keep the channel open. I was trying to remain friendly. I was trying to remain, you know, I didn't want it to be like, Oh, you know, if and, and see, look, can I tell you something? If yeah. you are not keeping malice, say a hello. Wow. <laughs> the simplest. <laughs> yeah. If you are not bearing grudges, if you're not keeping malice, here yeah, and, and there's something you can do. That the God allows allowed me to do that, and God would allow you to do that. Caveat your hello, which is what we normally do. Hi, I just wanted to reach out and greet you. That's all. Stay That's like that. But yeah. say the hello. If you yeah. don't have, if you have forgiven, if you are not keeping any malice, if you are not bearing any grudges, say your hello, even with a caveat. Yes, I like that. Oh my gosh, I like that one. I have like so much to write down. <laughs> say your hello, even with a caveat, but we don't. And the problem no. is this. Listen very carefully. Two things. That's that. This is where it goes wrong. Two things. Number one, 
we allow evil to continue. The Bible says overcome evil with good. We have an excuse for why we should not do what is right. Yeah. I was listening to a research, and do you know half half it? They, they, I think this is scientific statistics that half the mass murderers would have stopped and thought a second time about their killing spree if somebody had said hello to them, acknowledge their presence. Just acknowledge, acknowledge their, their presence. Existence. And most times exactly. they walk past us. They, they they just, you know, nobody says hello. Nobody says, how are you? Are you okay? Like, and hello is a door that opens. Sometimes just saying hello is easy, but then the cheapest thing to say, because there should be a lot more to it. There should be, hello, how are you? Yes. Yeah. It's That completely changes it. Nobody it does. does that. It does, because it's really, the hello is just the gateway. That's it. The hello is a gate. When you hit that gate and you say hello, it swings that gate wide open. And now mm. all of a sudden, now you've set this tone or you've set this foundation where the hello grabs somebody. When you say hello, it it draws their attention to you. And then you can say, I just want to let you know, those are some really cute shoes. Mm. Oh, Oh, thank you. You know, and you get this response from them and they say, wow, well, thank you so much for, you know, the hello is a gatekeeper. That's it. The hello is a gatekeeper to, to a follow-up with this person, because you know how odd it would be if I just walked by and I said, hello, people would be like, what is wrong with this lady? But if I say, Hey, I, how have you been? I haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks. And they say, oh man, I've been out of a job and you know, whatever's gone. Well, gosh, well, let me pray with you really quick. Or, or actually, I think I might know a job opening for you. Right. Or, and then all of a sudden now that hello, which is the gatekeeper to having someone open up to you, to having someone being transparent with you, to having maybe a vulnerable or even an uncomfortable question or a conversation. Mm -hmm. Hello is a gatekeeper. And I think that's what I love about it the most is because the hello opens the opportunity to have the hard conversations. It Like my husband and I, we, we really try. Now I'm not, I, I'm not the perfect wife. He's not the perfect husband. Man, we, a marriage is work. I mean work. But what we try is we started instilling these basic etiquettes, even in our marriage. And so when he is comes in the door, even if he, he was been outside, maybe he's mowing the lawn and I've been doing whatever. When he comes in, I'm like, hi, hon, how's the lawn look? I'm acknowledging the fact that he walked into my space by saying hello to him, then followed it up with, hey, how does the lawn look? Oh, man, we'll come outside and look at it with me really quick. I think it looks great. Right. So now it's put him in a position where he he feels appreciated, appreciating much. He feels seen. He feels heard. And all I did was say, hi, hun, how does the lawn look? Because that hi, that hello open the gate to now we're standing in the backyard talking for 30 minutes about kind of whatever is, is on our minds for that moment. And it really is because what if he just walked in the door and I'm like this, he's going to be like, like, hello, like, did, did you not see me, you know, kind of thing. But it's so important to greet people when they walk into your space, because it just sets the tone that everybody in this room 
honors one another, respects one another, sees one another. And it's so easy to think that hello or hi or anything like, oh, I'm too busy for that. But what, what you're really saying is I don't care enough. And that's when yeah. you start getting down to it. Well, I didn't feel like it. I didn't feel, okay, so let's talk about feelings really quick. And let's talk about the character of Christ. There was a lot of stuff that I'm sure he did not feel like doing. Um, let's even take it to the cross. <laughs> I'm sure that moment, the night before, the Lord let this cup pass before me. Lord, right? You have to, you have to think he wasn't feeling it in that moment. But he knew it was the right thing to do. And when we talk about these etiquettes and we talk about being open, we talk about bringing people into our space and respecting and valuing one another, you have to take your feelings, pluck them out of you and set them over here because our feelings, they don't make good choices, right? Our feelings can dictate us into doing things that are not or will not be a proper response to people. I didn't feel like it. And we live in that culture now where people are like, my feelings, my feelings. Now, don't get me wrong. You have a right to have feelings. No one can tell you how or why you feel the way that you do. But the thing is, if we start using that as an excuse to why we're not doing something or why we didn't do something, your feelings are not good for you at that moment. And I have to also be like, if I come across someone like you, Henry, with your ex, or if it's somebody that I know that maybe we didn't have a good interaction or maybe something had happened, the first thing I think in my head as my fleshly brain, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just going to act like I don't see that person. Right. Because to us, avoidance, avoidance is like, oh, that'll make everything better. Just avoid it. That is not truth. And it was recently, we had a falling out about seven years ago. Um, with a, my husband and I had a falling out with a couple and we hadn't seen them literally. So this was last, this time last year, I hadn't seen them in six years. And so what was weird, Henry, and I'm telling you how neat Jesus is when I walked in, it was this dinner. When I walked in this dinner, I had this feeling that they were going to be there. I can't tell you. I hadn't thought about them in months. I hadn't seen them in years, but when I walked in that building, all of a sudden, I knew I was going to see them. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, right. Kind of like oh, panicky. Like how, am, how am I going to respond? How do I feel about this? But you know, what was funny all of a sudden when I saw them, it's like the Lord was like, that doesn't matter. And when I saw them, I looked at both of them in the face and I said, hi, so-and-so um, it's good seeing you. And um, I put my stuff down where I was sitting and then I got in line for the food. And then I just remember I kind of like glanced back and they were just both standing there, just shocked that I said something to them. Right. Not because I'm good or better or whatever it is. It's because it's like the Lord just said your feelings and that grudge, it's, it's over. Like that's enough. Like, so I just said, hi, I hope you've been doing well. And then I put my stuff down. And then I walked away. But now inside me, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it was like I'm having like this mini panic attack. But you know what? After that moment, it was almost like, right, hello, being that gatekeeper allowed forgiveness to just start and compassion to just start like flooding in me. Because imagine if I just like looked and like we know we see each other, but I avoided them. Then I actually avoided the opportunity of forgiveness to come into my heart. 
And so with hello being that gatekeeper, when you slam that gate shut and you don't allow the gate to open because you don't feel like it or your feelings or this or that's going on, the thing is that you are now making it really difficult for the healing process to start, for the Lord to come in and start mending things, all of this. And so when you let that gate swing open with a simple hello, hi, the acknowledgement of somebody else in your space, the Lord's like, now they're ready. And I think mm. that's the, that, and that's what I got from your, what you were telling me about your mansion and seeing your ex-wife there and understanding like that greeting that, that allows that forgiveness to come into our heart because now we're saying it's not about my feelings anymore, Jesus, it's about being right by you. And that's yeah. the wonderful part about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've I, I've I've I had um, hey Ruth Susan, good to see you, Caroline Fletcher, Leticia, uh, Cassie, good to see you, good to see you all, Nicole, um, and uh, um, Sheena, good to see you. Thank you everybody for coming on. I wanted to quickly say this. Um, let me give you. I was going to give you a, a couple more points yes, um, that the Lord had taught me from. Uh, from, that the Lord had taught me from learning to say hello. So I repented of not saying hello. I repented of not saying hello. Now, let me say this to you. Three powerful things about hello. Hello will open doors of relationship with you that you never, ever imagined. Let me say this. A lot of you are claiming it, my destiny helper, my Ebenezer's are coming and all of that, you know, but you don't know how to say hello, forget it, <laughs> forget it. I mean, uh, uh, you expect somebody to come up and smack you upside your head and say, hey, my name is Ebenezer before you realize, okay, I can be friendly with this person. No, you know, um, if you know how to say hello, you will attract your destinies because the Bible actually says this. The Bible says this. It says, don't neglect to be nice to people for many have forsaken angels. They didn't know that they walked past an angel and couldn't even say ordinary hello. Yes. Hello. Ordinary yes. hello. That's how powerful it is. Let me give you a second thing about the power of hello. This number two. Number two is that if, if you know how to say hello, you will attract the best kind of relationships. Forget the first one is the door opening, but the second one is you will attract the best kind of relationships. So let me tell you something. In my book, I talk about nine circles around you, nine circles, and people are in all those circles, in all those circles. The fastest way to introduce people into your inner circle is by hello. The fastest way to introduce people into, if you want to graduate people from outside to inside, is walk up and say hello, period. Yes. Walk up and say hello. Let me give you a third one. Let me give you a third one. Hello interrupts an ongoing world and introduces a new world. Hello is the beginning of a new thing. You talked about it, Stephanie, but you didn't know that was what I, God gave it to me in a different way. So let me explain it to you in this way. If you knew how many people you would be a blessing to yeah. by interrupting their mindset, their 
thinking, their thoughts, their desperation, their uh, depression, their, their, you know, if you know how many people, like she was telling the testimony of somebody just saying, hi, how are you doing? And she's like, oh, yeah. And then you now find an answer because yes. that interrupts your world. Listen, a hello will interrupt the bad world. A hello will kind of fan. It will be like releasing butterflies in a good world, you know. Yes. Imagine you're happy and you know somebody gave you a check of twenty thousand dollars and you're walking down walmart and everybody's just nobody says you know do you know what you would do let me i'm going i have a very funny illustration for this please god reminded me about this this was when i was laughing i said god you do have a sense of uh, humor but it, it's weird that you do so when have you ever watched how many of you have watched this movie coming to america the first very first one? yes Eddie loved it so he gets to US and guess what he does in the morning? He gets a good morning, my people. And then he's yeah. screaming all to himself. Nothing happened. When somebody said hello back, guess what he said? You know, he started screaming back. He said hello in a bad way, you know, like shut keep quiet or that kind of a thing. He started, yes, yes. No, even though what was said to him was the F word, he said, yeah, he just fell in love with it. Yeah, say something back. At least just say something, you know. You know, when you interrupt somebody that is happy, that is joyous, you're kind of releasing butterflies or doves into the atmosphere. And it just, you know, when somebody's going and you say, hi, hi, how are you? You're doing good. You know, you're, 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 you're helping him expose and explode in joy. Yes. Yes. When you when you interrupt somebody that is depressed with your hello, you're pausing that forced self-forced period of depression. You're pausing it. It's like you're literally pressing pause and say, "Hey, how are you doing?" It's like a ray of sunlight yeah. in a house that is grove covered in darkness. Yeah. That's what your hello is. That's how powerful your hello can be. Yes. Well, then I'm going to say my next biblical example. This mm. is the one, and I think we've talked about it before, either in one of these sessions, the mm. woman at the well. Yep. You talk about yep. one of the biggest, most impactful hellos yep. ever wrote in the Bible that yep. she was minding her own business. She was an outcast. No one cared about her. No one saw her. No one heard her. The, even the women of the village wanted nothing to do with her because of who she was sleeping around, sleeping in other men's beds, not even with her husband. You talk about the lowly of the lowest women. Mm. And Jesus is so purposeful that he sat himself by this well, knowing that this woman was going to come by herself in the hottest part of the day. It had to be uncomfortable. And he sat mm. at that well to do what? To say Hello. And with her. his hello altered forever, her life, not even that, but the life of everybody. What did she scream when she was running back to the, I'm going to tell, like, I'm going to tell everybody. about. So not only did that hello absolutely come into a dark place, he was the light, that hello broke her gate. Her life was altered, but not only that with that changed the lives of thousands of people in that whole entire part of the Come country. So on. you think from a hello, just one hello. And you, people can say, Oh, well that was just because it was Jesus or that. Well, aren't we supposed to mirror aren't we supposed to like him? 
Come on. Yes. Aren't we supposed to mimic and mirror the character of who Christ is? And so if mm. you can say, oh, I don't know. I mean, what is health? That's, that doesn't even matter saying hello. Well, if the woman at the well, if we had her sitting in front of us today and we asked her, how impactful was that? Hello. Oh my gosh, the story that she would tell, but not even that, but to, she probably went back and said hello to her husband, right? She went back Mm -hmm. and said hello to the women who didn't have anything to do with her. She went back to the people in the marketplace that probably wouldn't sell stuff to her because of who she was. And she said hello to them. She, right. I mean, you think it just spread throughout that whole, that whole uh, region. And the thing that we have to understand is it's such a small, it doesn't take any of our time at all to simply acknowledge another person's existence by only saying, hi, Mm. hello, how are you doing today? Haven't, haven't seen you in a while. Oh my gosh. And just like you said, I think I loved yours where it disrupts what that person and you're right. That person could be thinking about suicide. Yep. That person yep. could be at the bank putting their stuff together because they've made the decision that something has happened in their life where they no longer want to live. And you're standing in their space and you say, hi, oh my gosh, hi. it's nice to see you. Or, you know, can I grab that pen by you really quick? And then you're right. But see, this is me because I'm also really nosy and I don't mind being in people's space because I'm just like, <laughs> so what are you doing today? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I would be like, hi, do you have plans today? Hi, hi, what are you doing? You know, but, but my thing is it's because I have had hellos. I've been that woman at the well. I've been where I've been rejected and not seen and not heard and not valued. And it took someone just as basic to see, to see Mm. me and to see who I was. So to me, I want to be that to somebody else. And I want to be able to say, hi, you're dressed really nice. Where are you off to today? Oh, I have this dinner with my son and we're so, oh, wow. Well, gosh, where are you guys eating at? Oh, here. And then all of a sudden you've, five or 10 or so minutes has gone by and you've had this complete conversation with a stranger. They walk their way and you say, bye, you know, have a good time tonight. But what if you said that to somebody who is making that decision to live or die? Mm. But isn't that all of us making that decision to live or die every single day? Isn't that what the decision of Christ is truly about? And you talk about the introduction and you talk about the appreciation much and you talk all these things, but ultimately, isn't it come down to that decision of life or death? And if your hello can alter that decision to where someone chooses life, right? Isn't that what it's all about? Because when you say hello to somebody, so my, I have a brother that I had talked to in probably since what, 2011. So it's been a while. I went to this thing at church uh, a year ago and the pastor was talking about inviting people to the table. And I've heard a similar one. So, you know, kind of, I don't know if this is you, but sometimes I kind of like, if they're like, we're going to talk about this. I'm like, oh, I've already heard this like a hundred times, you know, in your brain and you're kind of like, uh, so he's talking about inviting people to the table, which means inviting people into church and to know Jesus and all. And, you know, and I'm kind of like, okay, I've already heard this. Well, when I left church, the Lord said, or had impressed upon my spirit that I'm so quick to invite strangers into God's space. But what about my family? Hmm. And all of a sudden, oh my gosh, it was, it was kind of like, wow, I would invite a stranger to church before I'd invite my family. 
that is not where my heart needs to be. I reached out to my brother what last year. So it had been eight years or so. No, I don't know. It's been longer than that. And I said, hi, I said, hello. And I said, what are you doing this Sunday? Oh, I don't know. I said, well, how about you meet us at meet Kirk and I at our church and then we'll treat you out. We'll treat you to lunch. Okay. And he's kind of like, so I didn't like, it wasn't an option. I was kind of instructing him to meet me at the church and we'll go out to dinner afterwards. So he shows up to church and we're sitting there and there's an altar call, not like to accept Jesus, but just kind of like this come down, get prayer, kind of just like, if you feel like, and I looked at my brother and I said, come on, we're going up to the altar. And he stood up and we went down there and he was just crying and I'm standing next to him. And it was that thing of allowing the Lord to use my hello as a way to introduce my brother back to the Lord. So now all of these things that we're talking about came into that. I, I re helped reintroduce him to Jesus. I said, hello, we had such a good lunch afterwards. We were, we were talking about really positive things going on in our life. We were talking about wonderful things. Mm. We appreciated one another. We, you know, and so that hello that original where I reached out to him and I said, hi, no, we haven't talked to in a while. Uh, what are you doing on Sunday? Meet me at my church. I'll treat you to dinner. And that's the thing. But I'm going to tell you something that was really difficult because the enemy goes, yeah, but remember when he did this to you? Yeah. But remember when he said this about you? Remember when he gossiped about you? Remember when he, right. And all of a sudden I'm just like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Like, oh my God, I had to go and see this person I haven't seen in 10 years or so. And there's a lot of hurt and a lot of grudges going on. But at the end of the day, it's up to me to introduce and use my hello as a way for someone to pick life or death. And at that moment, and what was going on in my brother's life, he needed that reintroduction back to the Lord. And that's why when all of this came up about these etiquettes and you say etiquettes of good people, but remember you had one point said etiquettes of godly people. Am I a hundred percent at these? No. Is this something that I have to have be so mindful and so purposeful to do? Absolutely. Do I fail at it some days? Yeah, I really do. Do I feel like I did good? Yeah, I feel like I did good. And then there's other days that it's it's a mixed bag, right? But I think when you start being purposeful about doing these things, it becomes a new language to you. It becomes a new habit to you. And you start finding that not only are you able to bring joy to other people, but the joy of the Lord just is in such abundance in your own heart because you're showing the character of Christ. You're being patient. You're being kind. You're being gentle. You're being all these wonderful things. And I loved what you said about the character of who we're supposed to be. And ultimately that's what we're supposed to be reflecting about Christ. And so that's why saying hello is so important. And I know it's basic, but it's so important. I wanted to quickly uh, add this. Uh, um, there have been a few things that have tempted me every time that um, <clears throat> to, to, to keep this character of being the one that says hello. There has been a few things that have distracted. First of all, you've you've talked about one, my life. You know, when you run a very busy life, um, I told God I don't want to be like everybody else. 
I want to be humble. I want to be reachable. I want to be accessible. And he said, okay, if that's what you want, I'll help you. <laughs> it's not going to be easy, but, but, but I'll be frank with you. You know, I have a thousand and one excuses why, and you do too. Every one of yeah. us, we have excuses why we shouldn't take the time to say hello. I, 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 I can guarantee you this. Half of the times I say hello, it hits the people really well. And especially, I don't just say hello for saying sake. I say hello and I add a few things and they'll be like, wow, you just said something at the right time. That just really helped me. Thank you. I was thinking of, you know, half of the times I say hello, but you don't have to wait for that half of the time you say hello. Something God said to me in 2018, he said, Henry, if you want to find out how serious you are about being a Christian, I'm going to give you a few assignments. Saying hello was number two assignment. I'm wow. telling you, that's where I learned that in a month I say hello to, you know, I gave you three people to say hello to. You say hello to strangers, you say hello to friends, and you say hello to someone that you love. Now, for someone that you love, um, it, it's a wide way of looking at it, you know. So, um, um, you know, even for married people, you know, we are afraid of saying hello to somebody, you know, oh, you know, because of, you know, but then. For me, what God used that to do for me was to check me. It opened me to examine myself. I had to say, okay, that shouldn't be. Yeah. That shouldn't be. Or I need to put it in the right track. When you don't say hello, when you, it's like watching the other train on a track that is headed and going to just jump into the lake of fire. And you just keep quiet and watch it. Yeah. Hello is hello is an attempt to say that's the wrong track. Bring it to the right place. You know, yeah. hello helps you fix the wrong thing. You can't keep saying hello the wrong way. Trust me. That was why assignment number two was powerful. It was so powerful. I'll give you four four things that I had to learn in saying hello. Number one, I discovered that. John chapter 4, when Jesus, the Bible says he had to go to Joppa, but he went through Samaria. The Bible says he must, it was a must for him to go through Samaria. It was a must. Go read John chapter 4. Yeah. And the only reason was so he would say hello to a woman. Yes. He would say hello to somebody, to someone that culture, tradition, and everything had said, no, you shouldn't say hi to. Wow. And by the way, let me give you another point. Let me give you another point. Jesus was too busy to accommodate that hello. Wow. But in all his busyness, it became priority for him yes. to say hello. Yes. So that, that, that was a lesson for me that, that there are times that the true reality of the call of God on my life is not... The, and the ultimate thing I do in ministry for me is is right here. This is this is so. Let me show you. Uh, so, so for you, this is it. This is it. There's one right here. There's one on the other chair. Is my prayer shawl, and wow. I just do this. And I, 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 anybody who knows me, know I'm an intercessor. I love praying, but I heard this directly from God that sometimes to say a hello is a greater ministry than this. Wow. Oh, by the way, this is from Israel. This is not a fake one. This is from Israel. <laughs> a friend gave it to me as gift. So, so for you to know, you're just just right there. Amen. That 
and be too busy to say hello. A lot of, and, and I don't mean to start criticizing or indicting a lot of people or being critical of people, but this is one of the biggest problem. The bigger you get in ministry, the busier you get, the easier it is to not know how to say hello. Yeah. Let me give you the, the second problem. Wow. And then you get the temptation where you say, you can't, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep being the one that makes the initiative. I can't keep being the one that is always going and, and can I be frank with you? Even that this one, I haven't been able to deal with. I haven't, there anybody that I'm not saying hi to today, who is a friend or in any of the circles, stranger or that kind of a thing. It is because I chose not to say hi anymore. Wow. And God is beating me up about it even yeah. if we were preparing for this he was saying henry you can't teach this your only way i will let you teach this is if you confess it but if you don't confess it then you're a hypocrite you're teaching people something you're not living by yeah and can wow. i tell you something do you know why the little children ran to jesus christ why because he always said hello to them ah <laughs> <laughs> he always said hello and <laughs> Kids don't know when there is when, when it's when it's playtime and when it's serious time. So they inter, they go back in to interrupt his life, and now the disciples are there and they're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And he said, no, 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 suffer them to come for of such is the kingdom of God. This is what the kingdom of God is all about. Yes. Not just the kids, but saying hello. Yes. Well, Henry, that was the same. So about a little over a year ago, uh, I had lost a job that I truly, truly felt like Jesus himself picked me up and dropped me in there. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever, I'm sure you have where you are, you just know that you are doing the will of God because everything just just meshes together. I mean, it just seemed like everything worked, uh, everything. And the job, unfortunately, had gotten taken away from me for various reasons. It's a long story. And everything, I just kind of went into this depression. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, what do I do now? Where am I supposed to go? What I know that God had put me there. A man took me out of that position. Like, that was not prayerful. It was not God's will, right? I mean, I'm saying all like the typical like Christianese kind of stuff, you know? And then I got in my feelings, right? So again, we've established that our feelings can get in, in a tr get us in trouble. And all of a sudden, I think it was about three or four months later, I remember sitting there just in my feelings with a bad attitude saying, well, nobody's checked on me. <laughs> nobody's messaged me to see how I'm doing. Like, I just felt like I was so justified in this whole thing. So fast forward to what, two weeks ago, we have a meeting with our pastor and we're talking with him and. I'm kind of in, again, right? Because I, I have a right to feel this way. And I told him, I said, you know, there's, you know, not a lot of women in our church, you know, come up and say hello to me. And I said, I feel like, like they avoid me. And I was in my feelings, right? And he said, okay. And he listens. He goes, so how many people do you say hello to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> so he goes, so. Um, let's have a conversation about that. He says, you feel avoided or you feel this way, or you feel that way. And he said, perhaps those women feel the same way. 
And he goes, so instead of maybe complaining that they're not saying hello to you, why don't you in turn say hello to them? Mm. And it just, it just, all this kind of like you said, it completely disrupted that train of thought that I was in this justified, well, nobody does this for me. But the thing about it is, is that the Lord has instructed us as Christians, us as the people carrying the mantle of Jesus Christ, us as the people in ministry, us, right? Mm-hmm. That we're supposed to live at a, at, at a standard. And when we put that standard aside, because our feelings are more important right now, it is difficult to put that other, that mantle back on yourself or, or even acknowledge it because you're at this place where, uh, well, it's not fair. It's not fair that it's like this. And you know, my mom used to have the saying where she says, well, the fair only comes to town once a year and today ain't it. That's what she used to say. <laughs> and so all of a sudden when he said, well, how many people do you say hello to? Mm. All of a sudden I thought, oh my gosh. Oh, and then again, right. What you said, it brought me to repentance it brought me to just going, oh my gosh, Lord, where did I miss that turn at? Where, where did I get derailed from? Where, right? So I had to go back and all of a sudden the Lord just started bringing up this, like this brokenness and this, and and then my husband and I just been on this really great journey of just kind of reconnecting and re just focusing on our marriage and everything. And all of this these five etiquette things that we're discussing came at the exact moment where the Lord is requiring more from me Mm. and starting with the basic of saying hello. Mm. And it was even confirmed through our pastor. Right. And all of a sudden I'm just going, all right, all right, Lord. Okay. Sorry. Like I promise I'm (laughs) stepping back, but you made such a good point of that. It is a disruption. It is a way to almost kind of like shock you out of what you're in and recalibrate you back to where like, because when he said that to me, I was embarrassed, right? Because I was embarrassed and I felt not shameful, but I felt like the Holy Spirit just going, hmm, (laughs) like, huh, you know, okay, I hear you. And, but then I can, I have that choice of, am I really going to listen and make the changes required of me? Or am I just going to stay in my feelings and feel bad for myself? I decided to allow it to change me and to, and to ask for forgiveness and to repent of my, of, of my heart and, and, and the place that my heart it was in. And over the past couple of weeks of just being on this new, because that, that hello changed me altered me. And so now like I walk into church, I'm like, hello, hello, sister. How are you doing? Hey. Haven't seen you in a while. Hi, hi. Cause all of a sudden I'm just thinking as much as I needed it, somebody else needs it just as more than I did. And Perfect. I have to be that Very person. Important. Very important. Let me add a few things to it. You know, um, so when I finished that study, uh, that uh, the second assignment, assignment, let me actually add uh, something to the, you know, part of the things that was trying to distract me, I said, my life, you know, I'm, I'm too busy. I, I, everybody's too busy, but God wants you to make time to invade people's privacy, to enter into their, you know, if you cannot operate in the prophetic, if you don't know how to invade people's privacy, you know, yeah. because every time you walk up to people and say, hello, you know what we do when we what we call prophetic evangelism you go out and, and there are people in their world and you just say hello 
and then you want to start speaking to them speaking into their lives you know if you don't know how to say hello you won't be good at it so learning how to say hello is very powerful number two i can't keep doing it when nobody else is doing it back you know you mm -hmm. you know if, if if i waited for people to be friendly to me as much as i am friendly to them i would have very little friends wow. in life Wow, yeah, that's where let, I let was. Me, <laughs> let me say this to you. Or let me say this to everybody listening. Just take note of this. Take note of this. I'm not friendly because I am needy. I am friendly because you need my friendship. So let me. So I, I, let me, let me explain that. You know, you need to have that mindset because a lot of times, you know, we think that people who say hi or who try to talk or who need companionship that they are needy. Let me tell you, it's even contrary. Uh, how do I say it? From, I'm an intercessor. That's my passion. I'm an intercessor. I can stay in one in a one bedroom house for one year and barely step out. That's my personality. Wow. That's my personality. But saying hello is i've come to see it as the greatest thing I, I i can't stay in a church and i'm not saying this because of you but i can't say where i worship today almost every other sunday i pack food and i will split it i'll put it everybody and i'll tell everybody hey go grab this i'll buy onions or get onions and i'll i'll put two balls you know for every member of the church and then i'll put canned food i'll do this and i'll do this and 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 the pastor was just telling me the other day he said he said People are gone out of church by 12.05. In the past three months, ever since I started coming once in a while there, he says the average time everybody leaves church now is 12.30. So I added 30 minutes of fellowship to a church Amen. by saying hello, invading privacy. Amen. And I wish somebody would do it. But don't, but don't, don't ever, listen, if you wait for people to operate on the level where God is taking you, you won't operate on that level. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If you're waiting for people to operate in reciprocity to you on a level God is taking you to, you won't operate on that level. And let me say one more thing about it. Sometimes people don't deserve it. It is you that deserves it. Yeah. It is you that deserves that the blessing do you know when you say hello look at let me tell you something the power of introduction go back and listen to what we said about the power of introduction can i tell you something there are angels that bless people who introduce people yeah. there are angels that bless people who say hello yeah. and i'm not saying this for saying sake i had one encounter one day there was a woman that came to my program before i left nigeria i was speaking in cameroon and there, there was about a thousand people. And this lady, pretty, pretty lady, older than I was, this was way back in 1997, older than I am, but pretty and, you know, and everybody knew her and didn't like her. She hung around and she was walking around and I could tell she was hanging around because she wanted something that will invade her privacy. And as we were all leaving, she turned around to leave and we were chatting. She would smile, but she wasn't adding. She wasn't saying anything. She was at the corner. She wasn't a part of us, but she was listening. And the spirit of the Lord said, if you leave this lady to get out of this hall, 
I will not be happy with you because he kept on whispering to me, go talk to her, go talk to her, go talk yeah. to her. So as we were walking, I walked past her, I grabbed her hand and I said, hello. Boom. She fell down. <laughs> An encounter that Christ was just waiting for you to initiate. A simple hello. Yeah. And that taught me the third thing I want to share with you. Wow. When you get tempted to stop saying hello to people you think are lower than you. Yeah. To people, you see, it's okay to say hello to people high there. Oh, yeah. It's okay to say hello to people that you're on the same level. Let me show you this. How many of you would react in a certain way if a celebrity, whether spiritual, religious, or secular celebrity, said hi to you? People, Swoon. Oh, they would lose their mind. That. Oh, yeah. Forget they lose their mind. <laughs> Imagine when you say hello to somebody that is way lower than you. And let's say, let's, uh, that is even if there's anybody lower than you. Right. Imagine right. that. No. I will never I forget it. So when she got up, before she got up, so this is why I was sharing that testimony. As she was on the ground rolling and rolling, and everybody was like this thing, I started seeing an angel behind her jumping and dancing. And, and I was like, what is going on? I will, I'm telling you, I saw an angel behind her jumping and jumping. And then God said to me, God said to me, I have waited years. Wow. So God was speaking to me as if he was the angel of that girl. I have waited years for someone to reach out to me. This girl will answer altar calls. Nothing would happen. And she kept on saying, God, I want somebody to know me by name. I want somebody to reach out to me. And many of us do it. Many of us, we go to church. We say, God, I need you to be specific about my own blessings. That's you crying out. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Her, her guardian angel was so happy. I said hey to her. Wow. You need to see how guardian angels rejoice. Yeah. They know what that person is going through when you interrupt somebody. Yes. Absolutely. I wanted to add something quickly and I want to ask you, I know you have to leave very soon. We've, we've overshot. We may have to do one more <laughs> on just, this, on just yes. this one, but I wanted to, I wanted to show you something. I'm going to switch where we are because I'm going to put, put up something. So we, yeah. we see. Okay. So, uh, so look at this. I want to give you what I call the anatomy of a hello. This is every time you say hello, five things should happen number one you should identify somebody whenever you say hello you are identifying somebody you're saying i see you yeah i know you're a human being i comprehend who you are where you are every hello is identifying somebody listen carefully you can your hello can be so powerful, you identify them. Let me tell you something. Oh, I, I don't want to go preaching. There's so much I can say about this. It was the same hello, listen very carefully, that Ruth said that when, listen, she wasn't saying marry me. That's the yeah. mistake we make. She was not saying marry me. She was saying do unto me that which I am deserving of that which i am qualified for every time you say hello to somebody apart from blessing the person you're asking the person come play a role in my life based on what i deserve but that because you don't say hello you don't get that yeah let me exactly 
when Boaz got up, what did he say? He didn't say, I'll marry you. No, no, no. Guess what he said? He said, there is a kinsman that should, that owes you. He's the closest to you. Let me go check if he's interested in paying this debt. If he's not, I will pay. Wow. It wasn't about marriage in the initial instance. Yeah. Wow. So he went to hands. He went to the man and said, hey, he, I, I wondered why he said it the way he said it. He should, have, he should have simply said, didn't they know Ruth and Naomi just get, got back home? They knew. Didn't they know the culture that you should marry your brothers? They knew. Yeah. But Boaz said to us, go back and read your roots. The Boaz said to him, he said, hey, our brother did this, did and that and that, and he owes this. If you if you bring your money and go and buy it and redeem it, and then so that his name would, you know, he said, no, I, I, don't, I don't have time for that. I can't do it. And the culture was because he wasn't going to do it. He was going to be hit with the shoes. So he took off his shoes, hit, hit the man and said, you're such a bad man. Wow. For not even accepting to be a blessing to somebody. Then he yeah. turned back to us, to Ruth, and now said, okay, I will do to you what culture says you deserve or desire. That's how he married Ruth. Wow. But it all started by hello. Yeah, Ruth identifying her. Him. Yeah. The second thing, you need to give people attention with your hello. Yeah. Learn to, uh, uh, Stephanie has already talked about this, learn to identify people and then give them attention. It's not a quick, hi, hi, how are you? It's a settle down and yeah. give that person attention. Then engage. You know, sometimes there are people, and I'm, I, I, I know I've seen it, I, I'm a hello person. There are people that I want their hello to be as short as mine in response, but <laughs> like they were just waiting, hi! <laughs> I'm like, oh Lord, how did I call it? <laughs> and one of the lessons God has taught me in life is to engage at my expect. Yeah. It's easy to engage when it is cheap. It is easy to engage when you have the time. It is easy to engage when it gives you something. How about when it costs you something? How about when you go late for an appointment? How about when you miss something? How about when it takes your time? How about when people see you talking to somebody lower? You engage. You look yeah. at the person. You smile. A smile is friendly for you when you do it fast. But a smile is friendly for the person when you give it to the person. You yes. engage the person with the smile. When you smile and rock, walk away, that's for you. But when you smile and stay, that's for the person. Yes, I love that. Number four, that introduces yourself. Saying hello, it, it brings you into that person's life. It brings you into that person's world. It reminds that person or introduces that person to you. Simple hello. Yeah, yeah. Simple hello. And then we can follow it with, hello, my name is so-so-so -so person. I'd love to ask you this question or whatever you want to do. Even if you don't do that, when you say hello, you've introduced yourself to somebody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Number four, number five, hello is the door that opens up to acquaintance. If yeah. there's anybody that is supposed to be in your life today and the person is not in your life, it is because your door of hello is shut. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's exactly, I, I think, so I always challenge myself, which I'm kind of like you. I think you and I are similar to where we can just kind of speak to anybody, anywhere, at any setting. But I always, if I'm going to like, let's say, um, okay, our church had a Galentine's Day event for women in our church. And we had quite a bit of women show up to the, quite a bit. Now, I'm going to say I probably knew 75% of them. But when I walked in that evening, I made up my mind that I was going to sit at a table with women that I have not met. I was not going to sit next to somebody I already knew, because to me, that defeats the purpose of Mm. why are we going to these events Mm. if we're not going to open ourselves up to meet other people? So I walked in and I was very purposeful on where I sat and I was kind of like, okay. And I, I kind of went around the room a little bit and I said my hellos to the people that I knew and people were like, oh, there's an MDC here, Stephanie. I'm like, okay, hold on. And I said, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm looking for somebody. I didn't know. I wasn't looking for nobody because I was actually, I was looking for a stranger, like somebody I didn't know. So I identified this table. I didn't recognize anybody really at the table. So I sat down. I ended up having, and well, and it goes, okay. So I, I identified it. I sat down and I, I said, oh, is this seat taken? And the, and the um, woman said, no, not at all. You can sit here. So I sat there. I introduced myself. Hi, I'm Stephanie. I said, I don't know if we know one another. And she says, oh, hello, this is my name. And I was like, it's really nice to meet you. And she goes, well, this is my daughter. And I was like, oh, hi, it's wonderful that your mom and you are here together, you know? And, and then we just had such a lovely evening together. I didn't know her. I, I, uh, it was wonderful to hear from her how long she had been going to our church and why she decided to come that evening. Um, we just had such a great time. But then what was funny, so I signed up for this book study that a woman at the church is doing. And guess who was in the book study? The Ooh. woman that I met at the Valentine's Day event. And so I just thought, you know what? I, I was so happy about that because when I walked in, I could see her like, like she was like excited and I looked at her and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so good to see you again. How have you been? And we sat next to each other at the book study and it, it just felt, it felt so good to get to know somebody through that introduction, through that hello, through, and then I just felt like, man, I am blessed. I feel like I have a new friend now. And Mm. I I just felt so blessed by her, just her excitement to see me and then my excitement to see her and, you know, saying hello to one another again at the book study. And, and it was just, it was so lovely. And I think it's those moments of like, every time I go out in public, I really challenge myself to say hello to somebody wherever I'm going. If I'm going to the store, if I'm going to the church, if I'm going wherever I'm at, I, it's like in my car, I'm like, that's it. Like, Lord, who do you have for me at this place that I'm going to, wherever it is? And and it is, and it's almost like I'll just walk and I'm kind of mind my own business. And then I look up and it's like, I just feel just like I need to say hello to this person. And so I'll just be meaningful and I'll walk up and I'll even say, hey, I saw you down a couple of aisles and I just wanted to say hi to you. Um, I just want to let you know, I really like your bag. That really looks cute. You look cute today. Where are you heading off to? Or, you know, and I'll just make something and we just have a, a, a short conversation, not a big deal. And I was like, I'll let you get back to shopping. I said, I just want to make sure that, that I said hello to you. And they're like, okay, well, thank you. Bye. And then maybe we might see each other on the way out or I don't know what it is, but 
it's just like, all right, Lord, who do you have for me in this place that I need to say hello to? Like, I don't know who it is. I don't know what they need. And sometimes it's even been like, I've been on an aisle and I see like an, an elderly gentleman on the aisle and he looks kind of lost. And then I'll say, hello, sir. I said, are you looking for something like specifically? And he's like, yeah, I'm looking for it. And I'm like, oh, actually it's just the aisle over probably halfway down about waist high. Oh my gosh. Thank you. My wife sent me with a list. And I, you know, I it had to be the wife. I said, Sir, you know, don't worry about it. I was like, not a problem at all. And you knew what that same gentleman halfway down the store, he came to find me to show me that he had found the item that he was looking for. And he said, I just wanted to say thank you again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, not a problem at all. I said, I'll be here a little longer if you need help, you know? (laughs) But it's just like those things where it's, I could have just, I could have, I could have saw him. I could have saw him in distress and I could have went like, oh, well, not my, not my problem. And I could have walked away. And, and it's not easy for some people like my husband, my husband's very introverted. Like he could not because he doesn't care or, or anything, but he doesn't, he says hello in the way that he serves. Like he will see you trying to pick up something and he'll just walk over and pick it up and put it in the shopping cart for the woman or put it like that. That's like his way of kind of saying, not me. I'm like, hi. Like, I'm just like, hello, what can I help you with? Can I help you put that? And like, and I've been like in the, and it's, I feel like Jesus really gets me when I'm in the grocery store. I don't know why, but I'll be even out in the, in the parking lot and I'll see someone loading stuff up in their trunk and I'll just walk by and say, do you need help with that? Oh yes, honey. Can you, oh, yep, absolutely. Hold on. And I'll put stuff in their car and I'll say, all right, well, you have a great rest of your day, you know, and, and go on. And I think that's what it is. And I think ultimately with all of these etiquettes, with everything that we've talked about, ultimately that is what the Lord is asking us to do. Acknowledge one another. Okay. Acknowledge when somebody is in your personal space, Hmm. greet somebody else. Say something positive to somebody. It's so easy to be like, oh gosh, did you see what was on the news? And you can almost feel like the environment getting cold when you start speaking negatively. And so Mm. it's like the Lord is challenging. Like everybody who has listened to all of our different sessions, everybody that's on tonight, the Lord is requiring or requesting something different out of us in these next seasons that we're going to start walking through. He's going to require that we're selfless. Like that is huge. Okay. He's going to acquire self-awareness that we need to be aware of where we're at, what we're saying, what we're doing, how we're responding. What does our face look like in this moment? Am I in a, in a group of people and someone is saying something I don't like and I'm all, I have like what I call stank face. (laughs) That's probably not like the right term, but you know, but it's like, what does my face look like? Am I, am I approachable, right? Am I approachable with how I'm treating other people? Very important. Yeah. And truly what all of these come down to when we talk about appreciation, respond quickly, positive over negative, making introductions, now saying hello, is that the Lord is saying, I am requesting or requiring a selflessness of my people like never before. Not even a heart to serve. I think most people that serving is kind of natural to a lot of people because they, you know, they enjoy it. They're helpful, whatever. But the Lord is saying, no, no, no. I mean, thank you. (laughs) Like, thank you for serving others. But I think he's really wanting a selflessness out of his people to 
bring more people into the kingdom. Because if I'm not approachable, if I'm not saying hello to people, if I'm not being positive, if I'm not responding quickly, if I'm not appreciating people, people are going to go, then why do I want your Jesus? If you say that you are a Christ follower and you say that you love Jesus, but yet you're negative, you ignore me, you don't respond to my messages, you're not positive, people are going to go, I don't want what you have. Like whatever you're selling, I don't want it. Like I'm good where I'm at. But if I say, how can I bring more people into the kingdom? How can I expand the kingdom? How can I um, help build the kingdom up? These principles, these etiquettes are so important because this is the framework right? So Jesus, the foundation, this is biblical. Okay. Jesus, the foundation. And, and, and off of that, what are we building? What are we building our house out of selfish Mm. gestures, negative attitudes, bad moods. Like I'm going to tell you huff, huff, puff, blow the house down. That's what's going to happen because you are not building your structure out of pillars that are positive and encouraging. And I'm not saying run around and being like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and being like overly ridiculously happy. What it is, is being selfless. That in this moment, I could choose to ignore this person just as fast as I could choose to acknowledge the person. It's a Mm. 50-50. It takes takes zero. Actually, I'm going to be honest with you, Henry. I think it takes more effort to ignore somebody than it does to acknowledge somebody. Because to ignore somebody is so purposeful and is so calculated and it's so ugly that you have to really be dedicated to ignoring somebody. But to acknowledge somebody, I feel like it's easier. It feels more natural. And it just is such a a better positive way to go. Because if I see you and I don't, and I'm like, Oh, I'm not really a fan of that person. I have to be like, turn, don't look at them wait till they walk by. Like I have to be really purposeful about it, but it takes five seconds, no effort to say, hi, how are you doing? I hope you're doing well. And then we keep going. I didn't have to really think about it. I didn't have to put my, right. And so this is really what the Lord is requiring out of us, Henry. And I think I'm excited. I don't know. Is your book that you wrote, is that like ready for purchase? Where can I find that? The one with all the hellos, this beautiful one. I want to no, read. No, no, no. Hey, hey. I said we should write one. Well, what about the one you just wrote? You showed oh, it. The one I, oh, yeah, yeah. It's in. Uh, it's on Amazon. You can get it on Amazon. Okay. Well, I need to go find. Yes, that is it. Yes. And yeah. so that's what it is. It's. I think the Lord is just requiring. The sad thing is, I hate to say something different out of us. We should be doing these things, but perhaps you and I have ignited something even just in ourselves as being more purposeful to do these things. And then also now the people that are listening that maybe you thought you were doing good at this, but the Lord's really saying, Hey, but I'm requiring just a little bit more out of you now. And the requirement isn't because it's supposed to make us uncomfortable or make us like embarrassed. It's the Lord doesn't work like that. What he's requiring of us is to invite other people into into the kingdom. And isn't that what it was all about? Isn't that what the Great Commission is really about, is is expanding the kingdom, going and telling people about the gospel of Jesus? Because when you say hello to somebody, that opens that door, right? Swings that gate open. Mm. You are now in this person's space. And what if they're just at this moment where they're going, I'm lost. 
Mm-hmm. I'm lost. I don't know what's going on in my life right now. And you have a you have the ability now to speak into their life because you did. You acknowledge them. You you look them in the eyes. You you now you're engaging with them. And ultimately, the Great Commission is something that's required of all of us Christ followers to do. Not just missionaries, not just pastors, not just preachers, not apostles, not teachers, not you know all. No, if you say Jesus is the Lord of my life and I live by the gospel of Jesus Christ, and he is king and rules in my life, then now you are a carrier of the Great Commission. And how do we how do we do the Great Commission? How do we start with the Great Commission? Say hello. That's it. Powerful. Say hello. That's, that's really nice. That's so good right there. Um, I, I think we should do one more on this. And maybe what we should do is, is kind of just put everything together make it one sentence, make it one point. So, you know, say hello, be grateful, you know, just put it all together and and, and present it as, as one, this thing. I want to also say that um, we've been praying for unity in the body of Christ. There can't be unity without hello. Yep. If you want to, unity is, sorry, hello is the peak that will break the ice and bring unity. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as, Learn how to say hello to people. Learn how to interrupt your life and interrupt other people's lives. Learn how to be a blessing in yeah. people's lives. Um, I know you have to go, so we will. Uh, church. <laughs> yeah, we'll schedule and 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 arrange for one more session of this, and Absolutely. we'll see where it goes. Thank you. You started it. I, I, it was in my book. And then I saw it on your timeline. I'm like, wow, she gets it. And I want to do a Facebook live. And, and this is what, what has come out of it since then. So it thanks is. for responding. Thanks just, for responding to my. Yes. Well, and it also just goes back to just thank you for building this platform to have these conversations on. And I think that's mm-hmm. what's so lovely about you is just with everything that you do and, and and through your ministry and just through you personally is that you are a platform builder. And when you think of who Jesus is, Jesus was all about building platforms. He was not about building pedestals. And we see even biblically what happens with people who have built pedestals, how they've yeah. been taken down, how they have fallen, how the Lord has not blessed them. And so just, I just want to personally say thank you for building this platform that you've invited me onto to have these conversations. And um, and I'm just really grateful for you. I'm grateful for your ministry and however we can continue seeing one another and having these great We're coming conversations. to Atlanta. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, I'll put it on my calendar. I'll put it on my calendar. Don't worry. Don't worry. I, I'm excited. And and I think this is really right. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, Henry, how you and I became friends was because you reached out to me and you said, hello. And yeah. that was, that was what it was. And so if, if anybody wants to know the example of how, like, Hey, how did you and Henry ever get connected? It's because you graciously reached out to me and you said, hello. And then now here we are a year later. Uh, we, we had attended a Zoom meeting together, yeah. but it could have ended there. You know, yeah. it could yeah. have ended there. Yeah, you, you it, know, was, then, it, it was, but it was you. I introduced myself. I said, hey, I did this. You remember me? Hello. <laughs> and it was. And now look, a year later, we're, we're still building platforms together. We're still hey, having man. great conversations. And so I just want to say thank you for doing these 
before we started even started talking about them. And so I look forward to seeing you again. And I just say just thank you to everybody that came on. Luann, thank you so much for coming on and to Sean and Heather. Um, you guys have just really been great with um, just your conversations and and Caroline and everybody, it's just wonderful that you guys are taking time out to just to come on this platform with us and to be a part of this conversation. And so um, I will say bye, um, but not forever. So I hope to see everybody again, Henry, and let me know when you have that next date scheduled. And I look forward to kind of putting all this together with a big bow on top. So we'll you just let me that. know. We'll you, you, you buy the ribbon, I'll buy the glue. I'll glue it together, then you can put a ribbon on top of it. <laughs> well, I enjoy you. I appreciate you. And thank you for everything that you're doing. Um, just kingdom work. Thank you, guys. You. You're amazing. God bless you, woman of God. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Wow. I always enjoy when she comes on because she's just so straight, so real. And I want to thank all of you for hanging in. Heather, Good to see you. I'm going to reach out to you one of these days. She said, Luen, I don't see Luen on. Are you on, Luen? Where are you? Where's my phone? Um, I was looking. Yeah, but um, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, on today's Wednesday, on Friday, I have some amazing, amazing, amazing servant of God coming on on Friday. I'm going to release that tomorrow. Uh, you don't want to miss that. I am preparing for something good, something good. And those of you that are watching, I have heard from Nicole, who is a close friend of mine. She and David are probably getting back together. Um, and I, I did not know they had broken up, but um, <clears throat> God spoke to me. And uh, and then um, um, Nicole um, in Dubai, is it Nicole? Um, Monica, I beg your pardon. Monica in Dubai. Um, went and did the test, the interview again today, and she thinks she got the job. Uh, they said they'll call her tomorrow, but from the look of everything, it looks like she has got that job. And she told me it pays $200,000 a year. That's the basic, not to talk about allowance and everything. So it's a huge breakthrough for her. I just said one thing. I said, Remember your fight. I'm joking. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. But but I'm so grateful to God for what he has done in their lives and for the breakthrough he has brought them. Friday is going to be amazing. Go out and be friendly. Go out and break this yoke of emptiness and dryness and just everybody's in their own kingdom. Nobody's stepping out. Nobody's. You, you, how many people do you remember every month or every week and just say hi? Go out, go out and be friendly. God bless you. Thank you so much, everybody. I look forward to um, more of these with you. And hopefully, um, I'll bring you some amazing, amazing servants of God and some great teaching. Thank you very much. Thank you for watching this episode of The Vantage Point with Pastor Henry. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please share it with your family and friends. You can find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify and wherever podcasts can be found. Download the latest episodes on Saturdays, weekly. I look forward to sharing the next episode with you. As always, stay well, stay healthy, stay happy, stay loved and stay blessed.